it's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. So we can actually have it out on the day that we yeah. always promise. I, I don't Just wanna... don't say anything that needs to be edited right. in any way. The one gratuitous <laughs> time every week that we call someone a head. Ah, oh, Jesus. Or a real an idiot. Okay, one fifty-eight. Got to mark that. One fifty-nine. Got to mark. We're going to cut that this week, right? We're not going to do it. And Steve. A lot of time with the Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot some, of space. Some Hulk. Okay. Should maybe the Guardians are in this one. I shouldn't have spoken that one. I Wait, Hulk's in it. Hulk's I, in I it. Thought, uh, uh, shot himself in the space. He did. He did. You will see Hulk again in Thor. Did he go over the Rainbow around? Bridge? He's not a dog. <laughs> Live on tape from APS 3. Point whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. Hey. I feel like we were just here. Yep, we were. We definitely were. Just Not a couple that of days far ago. removed from our delayed recording a week ago. Well, days ago. Days ago, yeah. Just a couple of days ago. I can tell you, I got nothing for you this week. Hmm. Ready to wrap it up? Let's at least let the bed play all the way till the end. That makes sense. Yeah. Respect the music and the music man. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the music man, wanted to talk about a photo with a lot to dissect that we received yeah and we neglected to talk about this last who, week who sent this to us so it came from the account of the music man himself mr dan shike mr dan shike and i'm not very good at comedy so i don't understand if this was maybe in fact or if uh, uh dan simply posted this in the voice of his wife how did this get sent to us? Was this just on, on Twitter? Okay, yeah. like a DM or no? Did we just get tagged. He, he, yeah, he posted into. Uh, yeah, he made a post and tagged us in it. Okay, so I did retweet that to our account, so you can check out what our resident music man, the man who does all the knob turning you will ever need, Dan Shike, looks like and posted. Well, I know. Uh, I feel like um, I've seen him. We've talked to him before. Yeah, on this podcast. Um, oh, there it is, right there. Mm-hmm. That is not at all what I remember him looking like. Hmm. I see. I I'm familiar. This isn't a shock to me because hmm. I have occasional uh, social media communication with Dan Shike, where he just sends me videos of him running his hand through his hair, like just a just a grade he's, A dick. <laughs> he's got a he's got a healthy head of hair. It's a nice head of it's hair. It's a real there. nice head of hair. And he likes to point that out to me anytime we hmm. have any interaction. Well, that's where the compliments are going to end. First of all, Dan, your house is way too white. Mix in a color here and there. Well, he's got a lot of natural light mixing in with that white, yeah. too. What's with the sad birthday balloon that's no doubt been on the ceiling for six months? So take a nice look at the top right corner as well, and you can see a second one that has maybe floated away. Also in the image. Hmm. This is also the guy who, I. this was less than one month ago, Sent us photos, Steve, of his Christmas tree still up in the living room. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. So what's he doing here? He's twisting knobs on some new uh, new auto-tune machine or something. Because that's that's what Dan does. Yeah. Dan is a music, uh, well, producer. Right. A mixer. uh, Runs a website. You can find his uh, website if you're looking for... If you and your fellow garage band fools need your stuff knob-turned, go to toneandvolume.com. That is where Dan Shike perfects his craft. Okay. And suckers poor buffoons who think they have a future in the music industry into paying him money. Okay. Do you think... Because obviously a lot of this is in jest. Not all of it, but yeah. a, but some of it. If we were to record ourselves mm-hmm. making our best attempt to sing, Ooh. like absolute serious attempt at singing, yeah. we just pick a random song, we hear the song in our headphones, but we it's sing. Acapella. Yeah, we sing, but the you, we're okay. just going to record the raw audio of us yeah. singing. Here's what I want to do. Can yeah. Dan... Make it sound good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure he can. Well, listen, there's only so many knobs on a 
what looks to be an old VCR based on this photograph. <laughs> yeah, can you adjust the vertical hold on that thing, Dan? Yeah, can you pause and rewind? That thing got high-speed dubbing and tracking. Here's what I want to do, because I don't want to sing now, because what I want to do mm-hmm. is hope this can happen. And I'll reach out to Dan here in a few minutes, and we'll we'll see if we can do this. Yeah. And you and I will sing. We'll do what we need to do on our end off podcast. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Because I want to play first, if this could happen, the refined, upgraded version that Dan could try to make sound tolerable. Okay. And then so to say, hey, look how we sound. So people are like, hey, maybe they're not too bad. Okay. May- I wonder if Dan has any experience um, writing music or, or anything like that. Because it would be fun if he could actually write our like write an intro for this show yeah that we then perform i'm going to reach out to dan actually right now i'm going to send him a mess i'm going to see if we can call him because this is better to put him on the spot yeah much better much better um this would be amazing because this is a fan this is among our ideas steve this is our best steve and kyle karaoke yeah where you make us sound... Okay, he did say yes, we can call him. Okay, you wanna, now it's just a matter of scrolling you... past all the angry messages to find his phone number. I know I have a spreadsheet somewhere, too, saved with... Um, no, boy. With, with his phone number. Uh, side note, we have a whole spreadsheet conversation we have to get into in a little bit. And I know that that sounds boring, and it probably will be. But uh, that needs to happen. All right, let's see. Yeah, and, and you know, I... Boy, I guess that's what I get. You know, I thought I told you that in confidence. Um, and this is all in lieu of <laughs> the, the A-bit, which we cannot skip again. No, definitely We cannot. Not. Because, Steve, it's time for the annual Christmas episode. Christmas lights, lights episode. <laughs> and not to be confused with the annual Stephen Kyle podcast, Cloak and Dagger, non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange. Of course not. You'd be an idiot to confuse the two. Yeah. Real. So real we will stooge. be getting to the Christmas well, episode. Uh, episode here really soon. But right now I want to call we want to call yeah, Dan and Dan. put him on the spot and see uh, if he'd be willing to try to mix and do whatever he can with all those knobs to mm-hmm. you and I's voice. Hmm. This would be amazing if if he can make this happen. Boy, we can't get a placus, but we got a knob turner. Come on, Dan, pick up. Hello? I was going to say, what, you don't even say hello when your best friends call? That's right. Uh, I was trying to make my uh, little phone work. I have difficulties. You're you're a master knob turner, yeah. and you're having difficulties with the most complex piece of technology? What are you running, like a Moto G2 with a side That's keyboard? A button, not a knob. Yeah, you got a you got a, a button, not a knob. You got a sidekick like Paris Hilton. <laughs> Dan, before we yeah, get into it, I, I I should ask you because you, listen, you're known for fixing audio and people who sound terrible. So right off the bat, what would be the most embarrassing if one of the young clients who emailed you saying, "Hey, can you mix up this music for me and make me sound tolerable?" What would be the thing that's really old about you that would make them go, "Oh, we we can't use this guy." I'm far too relevant for that. <laughs> because I got to tell you, not being able to find the button on your phone is is high on the list for me. Yeah. If yeah, I'm it's... a 19-year-old from, you know, Willie and the Bean Flickers, <laughs> looking to have you make up their new single. <laughs> oh, I love that, man. <laughs> I would like to chalk it up to just an a iPhone that... Uh, I suppose that's all I got. Are you? By the way, uh, are you talking through a pillow or something? <laughs> are you in distress? No. Do I sound bad? Oh yeah, it does not sound good. You know, for an audio smith like yourself, an audiophile. How's that? It's it's not it's better. Slightly louder. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm feeling pretty feeling pretty hard on my uh, telephony today. Maybe next time we give you 15 seconds of notice that we're going to call you, if you could go run to the, the man shed and fire up all whatever uh, musical devices you need to to talk to us, we'd appreciate it, okay? 
Yeah, I should be in the studio for things <laughs> like this with no notice and no shoot. Okay, well, so we had this idea. Um, yeah, we were just uh, talking about the photograph that uh, you slash your wife sent us two weeks ago um, to give you some context oh. of how we were talking about this. And we were definitely not making fun of you or your house or your Christmas tree being up last month. Or that sad balloon on your ceiling. The two sad birthday balloons hanging out. Um, so we had an idea because we're not convinced that you're any good at what you do. <laughs> so, That's legitimate. That's fair. I mean, you got to prove it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't care. You can list off all the artists and, and quick refresh our memory. What were some of the artists that you forgot that you had, uh, some of the music you'd worked on that your wife had to remind you of after the fact, like big names. Oh, at that at that time, that was Third Eye Blind, and I went, "Oh my God, are you kidding me?" I can't <laughs> like famous people. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, sitting here remembering <laughs> Willie and the Bean Flickers that you mixed down last year. I, I would give it this. If somebody makes that band, they're going to get a deal. <laughs> so our idea was for you to prove your worth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, if we were to record, Kyle and I individually record us singing vocals on a song and sending it to you with no processing, no backing tracks, nothing. Could you make us sound good? Um, well, considering what I do is make music with vocals combined together sound good, it's going to be very difficult. I'm not a, I'm not like the producer that makes vocals sound good i mean the whole song sound good i mean isn't there a button so yeah isn't there a knob on that new vcr you got the concept here hey that that's a very very fancy vcr that i got (laughs) well dan do you know anybody in your contacts who would who could try to make us sound tolerable because we want to see if a couple of laymen with no singing experience whatsoever and then they can, you know, send it to you to press the one last button, and then you send out the invoice for whatever it is you did. Right, and send it to someone else too, because we. I will pay. ask. Some, I have, <laughs> I have some friends that might be game for such a thing. I will ask them. That would <laughs> okay. be super fun. Okay, uh, uh, follow up question: Can you then write the song that we need to sing? Because we want it to be kind of like an intro for our podcast. Oh yeah, and uh, like, hey, I'm Steve. Hey, I'm Kyle. Yeah, yeah. We like doing it. You know, something goofy like that. Yeah. And uh, but we wanted. Yeah, I've to... never written a note of music in my life. Well, okay. Good well, no God, problem. What have you actually done? <laughs> I mean, you gotta I strictly modify other people's music. I mean, I, I have something. seen the pictures of your your work area. What have you done to justify mm-hmm. that? Okay, for crying then, out loud! No doubt, since you're uh, you're king of the music city, you know someone who's written a tune or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you call up John well, Blind true. from Third Eye Blind and see if he can write us a song? John Blind, you said. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's with. I, 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 I doubt it. I don't. I don't think that one's going to be. He's okay. with Tommy uh, I. On the list of Cheryl Third. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to give you third, Mr. Third. I need a favor. (laughs) Well, we're going to give you a couple days to figure this out. Um... Okay. I'll hop right upon it. (laughs) We appreciate it. Um, I think this is one of our best ideas that we now just need you to execute. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and pull through and plus, listen, we've seen the work you've done. It's not that great and it's not that (laughs) intensive. So, uh, you got some free time on your hands. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, well, but hey, talk, tell me with moments. Tell me more about what you do while sending us messages about a GD cardioid pattern and rejecting voices. I mean, oh, enough already. Jesus. And then we get you on the phone and you tell us you don't know any music, you've never touched a lick of audio, and you really don't even know what you do yourself outside of bang a trash can like Stomp. <laughs> Dan, before we let you go. Blue one at the end. <laughs> before we let you go, can you just um, honestly say... Tell us whose microphone sounds better on a consistent basis, mine or Kyle's. Uh, they both sound similarly not as good as they should. Oh, really? I always thought that I had a, at least a consistent sound. I get to, in my headphones, Steve, you sound great. Thank, thank you. 
Appreciate Mine it. always sounds a little tinny in my own little headphones. Bit. Yeah, a little muffled. Maybe you could uh, swing it, up here. It, it, sound, it sounds tinny because it's pointed at the table and not at your mouth. No, 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 no. We've got that fixed. We're on a uh, we're on we're on the side address right now. Uh, when you're in the area, <laughs> oh, uh, preferably by you know Tuesday, if you want to swing on up here and take a look at the setup, <laughs> turn a knob or two. And yeah, then... adjust some of these buttons that you obviously have no idea what they do. Um, and fix it up. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, all the knobs sure. are supposed to just be pointed straight up, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, really, this is kind of an on-brand thing for me because what I do is I modify other people's music, <laughs> okay. in my opinion. So now I'm trying to modify your production, to my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we'll so send. We'll take a cell phone photo of the mixer, and we'll send that to you, and you just make sure it all looks good. Yeah, I'll, I'll send some notes. Okay, appreciate, appreciate it. All right, Dan, thank you very much for your right. time. Uh, we look forward to hearing the song that yeah. you produce with us. That will be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, see ya. See ya. Dan Shank, everybody. I have an idea what he does then. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know either. Is there that much? Like, is that why CDs used to cost $12? Because one of the percentage points has to go to a buffoon like that? Mm, it must. For adjusting a VCR? It must. You'd think that with all the money he makes, he could splash some color on the walls of that house. Yeah, or, you know, afford a little grabber thing to get those balloons off the ceiling. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. We're looking forward to uh, this going absolutely nowhere. because No, I'm excited. That's I, what... and, and listen, if you're a better music man or music woman or music person, I should say, than our friend Dan Shike, we would appreciate you chiming in because, mm-hmm. uh, well, we've got one guy with no talent. Let's double that up if we can. No offense. So, sorry if you took offense, but we weren't there to hear it. Hey, I want to give a big thank you to um, some podcast listeners who showed up the other day, or yesterday. That's right. By the way, it is Saturday, May 14th, 2022, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle Podcast. Big thanks to the folks who showed uh, showed up at the Island Resort and Casino in Harris, Michigan, for the Side Gigs live show. There was a strong contingency of uh of podcast listeners saw some hashtag garbage merch yes i saw the um the steve and kyle podcast uh caricature sweatshirt i believe mark was wearing that he was also holding up the uh kyle fathead proudly i saw the steve and kyle uh like podcast department (laughs) athletic oh yes athletic shirt XXL in the yeah. middle. Yeah, boy, I, I Mark Calhoun is a, a fantastic listener of this podcast. Very I, nice. I don't know if you know. I used to work with Mark Calhoun. Oh, you did. Um, rival beverage companies, but oh. we would. I cared less than anybody else, and so you know, because why do you care? You're literally the bottom on the totem pole. Yeah, and I have felt some type of shame for years about some of my interactions with Mark Calhoun. Oh yeah, were you a good man? Him? Were you mean to him? You could say I was mean to him. Okay. Um, is it because you were the rival companies? No. No. Okay. For for a while, I would refer to our friend Mark Calhoun. Oh, boy. does he Wait, does he know this? Well, yeah, because I called it to him to his face. Okay. All right. And he was saved in my phone as breadstick. Breadstick. Because I told him nothing could be more plain than you. <laughs> okay well that's a it's a unique form of tough talk and i feel i still feel guilt over that this was it has to have been 12 10 to 12 years ago at this point when we <laughs> breadstick he was saved in my phone as breadstick and i i while i am at fault yeah we have a friend in common bryce who's also a listener of this mm-hmm. podcast uh who I believe enjoyed the joke when we would all see, because we all worked for three separate companies and we would okay. see each other a couple of times a week. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned our friend Mark Calhoun so I could now uh, apologize to you, Mark, for the way I treated you back then and calling you a breadstick and saving you in my phone as a breadstick. So if you pulled out your phone right now, I don't, I've lost still, so many phones since still then. still in there as breadstick. Let's see if I have. He's not. Not in my. Not in the oh, way these contacts okay. are filtered. No. Okay. Well. But I appreciate you letting me get that off my chest. 
because I felt I I know he's a he's a fantastic fan of the show. Very nice and listen, very nice person. and of the radio show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had to suffer through that to meet you on exactly. Friday. Well, it was funny because during a commercial break, I just ran back to grab something to eat real quick, and uh, as I was making my way back up to the table, all of a sudden I saw your head. your big face right in front of me. We took a selfie. Uh, I believe he posted it. I know I he saw. Did not. I know I saw at least one picture with uh, Timmy and yes. the um, and Mark with the fat head. Mark sent us those photos. Oh, he I did. Believe. Okay. So, but, but Mark, we need you to post those. Yeah, we'll, post we'll them. retweet them and reshare them on Facebook. So please post those because I always love. Actually, when you and I were communicating last night, Steve, Oops. I reached out to you to see how the drive was and mm-hmm. etc. Because contrary to belief, sometimes we do communicate. Yeah, every now and then. And. Um, I had said, I didn't see much. Usually when there's a live show in the fat hat or fans yeah. are going to be there, you'll see some, some tweets, some Facebook posts about, uh, that happening and some yeah. images and we didn't see any. So you said turnout was good, which was strange. Yeah. Because this was, this was one of the better turnouts good. for, uh, for podcast listeners, uh, upwards of two shirts hey. and a fat head. So two that- shirts on two people counts as six people. Yeah, definitely. Because so, that means they paid us. So the fat head. Uh, in its journey now makes it, it will be making its way to the Jersey shore where there's going to be a live show, which uh, has officially been announced. Exclusively announced yeah. here on the Stephen <laughs> Kyle podcast. We definitely did spill the beans. If you're not a listener boy, we should post that on the, um, whatever that Facebook fan page is. What is the... that one called for the side gig? Oh, the, the segment 18. Yeah. And just yeah. say, Hey, if you're not listening to us, you're missing out on yeah. exclusive announcements. You, you heard it here first folks. Um, and if that doesn't yeah. go to show you how little editing we do, because see, we could you literally could have just gone like a four second beep over the Dayton yeah. area. And, nope. Nah. Nah. nah let so it that go. that's coming up June third. So if you're going to be at the Jersey Shore live show on June third, right? Send us a DM, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, let us know that you're going to be there. Yes. What your name and address are, and we will pass that along so that gets shipped out to you. Try to do it. You know, within the next couple of days, yeah. when when this podcast comes out, if you're listening to it day of, and you're interested in doing it, send us a message. We will pass yeah. it along so that way you can be the uh, Kyle Fathead bearer right. at the side gig show, which I won't even be at. Right? That's crazy. I could have a uh, I could have a son by then. You will be honoring the podcast as a whole with my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, this unless, is an important job. Unless Timmy, if you're listening, I know that Timmy was the one that originally got the uh, Kyle Fathead made. Timmy, if you want to get a Steve Fathead made, we'll also give you the address, and you can send send a Steve Fathead mm. to that person on the Jersey Shore. That's and right. then two weeks after that, the side gig minus me again will be in Green Bay, Wisconsin, for two live shows. Morning and night. Yeah. Do we already have? I don't believe we oh, do. I thought we did. Okay. Um, not that I know of anyway. I'll, I'll go through our messages. If you've responded about the Green Bay shows, which again, I don't think anybody has. We're into June now. Okay. So I thought we, Jesse did. I thought Jesse No, Douglas. I believe we volunteered Jesse. Okay. I don't know if Jesse's going. I don't know if Jesse's closer to Green Bay or the Harris show. Mm. I don't know if Jesse listens to anything we do or the monkeys do. Probably not. I mean, we probably lost him. Isn't that weird to think? People that you like... Probably good listeners, big fans have just, mm-hmm. but that's the way it goes. It's the way entertainment goes. Yeah. It's the biggest example a lot of people would probably use today is The Walking Dead. That show was beyond a monster mm-hmm. for years and yeah. years. And then by season seven and eight, it lost more than 50% of its audience. And yeah. it just, and it constantly rotates. People come into this podcast, people leave the podcast. We understand there's mm-hmm. no hard feelings unless your name is uh, Jeremy Hump or Stephen Humphrey. <laughs> Who tells us out loud, I stopped listening and I don't miss it one bit. That one hurts a little bit. It does. We worked. You worked. You put in the work to get Stephen Humphrey to join the podcast Legion. Mm -hmm. And he stuck with us to a trip to Van Wert. Mm -hmm. He visited. He went to the live shows uh, locally Mm -hmm. and I believe on the other side of the state even. Yeah. What did we do? I don't know. What did we do? I mean, he was very vocal telling us that, you know, 2020 sucked. 2021 was starting off better. Things like that. He was, he was a harsh critic. The Roger Ebert of podcast critics, if you, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. 
Oh well. But, but yes, thank the, you, the, thank you to everyone who showed up for the uh, for the the side gig shows. Always greatly appreciated. Um, I so I wanted to tell you about how now since I I travel a little bit for work. Yeah. Um, I think I made a big mistake the first time I traveled this year for work. That was going to Albany, New York. And uh, now that my daughter is about two and a half, she notices. Like she knows when I'm gone. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. we FaceTime and she'll always say, where are you, dad? Yep. Where are you? And um, so the, in, in probably her stupid little kid voice, right? Oh, God. Just so dumb. Just so dumb. So dumb. So <laughs> we came back from that one show and I had brought something back for her. I forget what it was, but it was just like this little tchotchke thing. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Somebody had given us, um, somebody had given me a little... A little tiny stuffed teddy bear that yeah. said like Scranton on it. And I was like, perfect. My God, my daughter is going to love this. He actually gave me, they gave me two of them. Oh, perfect. One for Evelyn, one for soon to be uh, baby boy. He's not going to know what to do with that thing. No clue. Okay. No clue. It's done, you know, he's it's, Evelyn. It's so dumb. Not smart. So I give the, the bear or no, I'm sorry. It was a rabbit because uh, it's this little tie dye rabbit. Okay. Gave it to Evelyn and she loves it. That's, oh, good. That's Hoppy. That's her friend Hoppy. Perfect. Um, Love it when they get names. You know that means that they yeah. matter to them. So last week I was traveling back from Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. I We had a brief, maybe a 45-minute to an hour layover in Detroit. And this is like 7 o'clock Saturday morning. And I just texted Annette, hey, in Detroit, should be home in an hour and a half or so. How's everything going back there? Mm-hmm. She replies, everything's good. And then she said, oh, by the way, last night, completely unprompted, Evelyn said to her, what do you think Dada's going to bring me home today or tomorrow? I was like, oh boy, I guess this precedent has been set. Okay. So now, yeah. So now you're left when you're flying, you're left probably at airports going, oh God. Oh geez. What a, you know, so what am I paying for from Flint? <laughs> so don't worry. I stopped into the great local gift shop. Okay. Hudson news. Oh, Boy, do they do local right. <laughs> I found her the most local gift to Portland, Maine that you can find in Detroit. Of course. And that was a mini Delta airplane. <laughs> Beautiful. As far as she knows, you got that thing on the airplane. On the airplane. I mean, you push the button. It makes airplane sounds. You pull it back. It flies across the floor. Wonderful. She absolutely loved it. So yesterday, we're about 10 minutes away from leaving the um, the casino in Harris, Michigan. Yeah, and I don't want any misinterpretation that you're not being diligent and, you know, not thinking about your daughter or family. You're up there for work. Yeah. And this was an especially shortened work visit. Yeah, this was a quick one. I, uh, we don't, dro- I don't we drove. If- we drove 12 hours yes. for about five hours of work. And I don't know that Harris has a visitor center where you could then get a Harris, Michigan gift. Well, that's but- where you're wrong. That's where you're absolutely wrong. Because all I did was walk to the gift shop there at the Island Resort and Casino. Nice place. Very nice place. I love a casino. Very. I love a casino. Very, very. I, we already have plans to go back up there as a family. To the they, casino? They have indoor water park. Oh, Apple's going to love it. Golf course. Shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to win back the money of your college that I lost. Daddy thought for sure it was going to be black on roulette no, this time. But what we're thinking is we get some other friends with some kids. You want to want to make a trip up there? They got a golf course. We go out and golf. So how far away was this gift shop then that you had to get to? I'm going to put you down as a maybe. So pencil me in. But like a real light pencil, you know, where the lead's barely out, but you don't have a sharpener nearby. Right. So you really got to jam on yeah. it just to get a, yeah. a, a shade. You get that right. real thick yeah. line. Like a real, okay. like a real dumb person's pencil. So a thick pencil's a dumb person's pencil. So I had about fifteen minutes. I was waiting for uh, some some work to be finished up. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run to the gift shop real quick. Ran to the gift shop, got myself a little bag of trail mix, and then I started perusing the gift section because. I'm now a guy who has to bring back his kid a gift from everywhere he goes. I hope you came home with like a deck of table used cards because they sell those. Uh, yeah, yeah with like a hole punched in them. Yep, to show that they're not in use. Or 
a commemorative poker chip, like a picture of no. the casino on No, it is nothing gambling uh, related, but I want you to give, maybe give like an honest guess as to what the lamest gift. From a casino. From a casino could be. I'll, I'll even give you a hint. Mm-hmm. There's one in this room right now. Oh, no. You did not get her a bucket of tea, I hope. I swear to God. I did not get her a bucket of tea. I'm still trying to decide if that was a gift or if Jeff Green just hates us. <laughs> All right, so look around the room. Think of the lamest thing. Yeah, well, I, I know you're not talking about the USPS diecast car. No. I know for a fact you're not talking about the 1999 Purple Plymouth Prowler. I'd be shocked if you bought her two dreidels. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, no dreidels. And I know they don't sell Larry Ferrer cassette tapes anywhere that pod coney is personalized uh-huh. she did not go to the cheers bar she wouldn't be welcomed no i see a lanyard with a radio show pass but you would have steve did you get her a koozie <laughs> no because we You're, still have some you are in the the realm though okay you are close okay did you get her a sticker I did not get her a sticker. Okay. She probably would have really liked a sticker. No, they don't sell awards. Not for not, not for the throat goblin champions. I can tell you where you're looking. Is wrong. Very cold. Okay. I mean, because still cold. You wouldn't buy York peppermint patties still for cold. her. You would buy no. them for her. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Still cold. I don't think the Island Resort casinos near the beaches of Iwo Jima. So <laughs> maybe angle your eyes down a bit. Definitely not. Cheers. Did you get her a cell phone stand? <laughs> Did you get her a coaster? Yes. Three dollars ninety nine cents. I honestly was I saw them and I didn't even think of that as a gift. I look as a I think of a coaster as more of a practical use item. Exactly. It's than not a, a gift. gift. It's not a gift. And let me tell you, she freaking loves it. She carries it around. My coaster, my coaster. So, I don't know why. I don't know if, if Reed is like this or any other kids are like this. But she has, anytime we eat a meal at the table, mm-hmm. she wants as many cups in front of her as possible. Steve, we have a fridge right now with at least four different drinks. Mm-hmm. A Gatorade, a flavored water, yeah. a chocolate milk, and typically an apple juice, something like that. Yeah. All opened, yep. and it's just a matter of what am I going to dig into yeah. today? So it's it's good to hear that because now I know that she's not weirdly obsessed with cups for some reason. Right. So I go over, and they have, like, the coffee mug area, and there are a couple, like, little kids kind of sippy cup looking things. And I found one that I was like, oh, she would love this. I forget what I had on it, but for whatever reason, loves cups. And I could have brought her any cup, and she would have absolutely loved it. I flip it over. Price tag is thirty four ninety nine, and I was like, Ooh. "Not a chance! I'm getting her this." Uh, I love my daughter, but I don't want a million cups. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a limit. It's already the like when we open up the cabinet where all of her stuff is. Yes. It's just it just falls out in a pile. So I thought, well, what's the next best thing to a cup? The thing that you set your cup on. Were there any other finalists? As you're, as you're looking around, um, and obviously, listen, this doesn't need to be a big thing. So I don't think anybody who is willingly going to chastise you for not wanting to spend more money. Well, no. a $35 cut for a child is absurd. Also, yeah. you know, she's three. Right. So, I was I was looking for, like, keychain, and I just, they did, right. didn't have any. So I thought $3.99 for the cork coaster. With the silhouette of the Upper Peninsula mm-hmm. that says Michigan's better half, I thought this is perfect. So I brought that home, presented it to her at dinner last night, and she was very happy. Was she very asking happy. when you got home? No, but I knew that the expectation was there. And I, again, this is, it's all my fault because I set the precedent of bringing her home something like the first two mm-hmm. trips. Um, and then Annette is kind of in my ear like, well, because her dad did a ton of traveling for work when she was a kid. And she said that she always remembers him coming home and like being really excited because he would travel all over the world with the right. company he worked with. Right. So it wasn't like he was going to Toledo for three days. Right. 
and he'd bring her back a pencil. Mm-hmm. Like he'd bring her back cool stuff from around the world. Right. So kind of feel like the precedent is there. This is my new normal for at least the next couple of years. And uh, so my kids are going to be getting a lot of practical coaster gifts. I did put a couple of polls just on just oh, up while you were talking. Good, so sorry. Good, good. I always feel bad about the click clacking in the background. No, I no, don't no. know how no. to. That is a that is a staple of this podcast. That. So just in light of this conversation, is a coaster a gift? <laughs> Should Evelyn seek emancipation after getting a coaster as a gift from Steve? <laughs> and here here's my idea. This is my problem solving for you because anybody can lay out the problem and say this is a problem. Yeah. I like to be the solver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I yeah. like to give ideas. Yep. I like to help you make things smoother and better for you. So, Steve, mm-hmm. here's what I think you should do. We talked about this not that long ago in reference to the night show you did here in town. I think you should put that on the rider. That Coasters? you need a sub seven to eight dollar trinket for you oh, for to bring daughter. home to your to yes. Evelyn. Oh, that's perfect. So you don't because so that way you are not caught up in Especially in a whirlwind trip, kind of like this one. But imagine this mm-hmm. on one of the ones where you fly. Yeah. And you find out maybe it's too late or, yep. you know, the security line, you're already going to be sprinting to the airplane. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have time. Already solved. Lackey from the radio station you're visiting now has to go out to the crappy uh, trinket shop down yeah. the road and get you. No, I think what I need to do, too, is I have to specify that it's got to be a certain size. Yes. A lot of times I do not have the room if we're flying somewhere. So that's why I'm thinking keychain is perfect. Yeah. So next time we're there, I need a Portland, Maine keychain. Right. I'll just add it into the middle of the list of the rider of things that we yeah. need for like the night show or the morning show. So it kind show. of sinks in. Yeah. So it's not standing out like, or anything. So they'll be like, oh, this is kind of strange. I wonder what they're going to do with that. I don't know. And yeah. then I just whoop right in my pocket and it never gets mentioned again. Right. And then if they like the next week, they say like, hey, whatever happened to the keychain? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I thought we were going to use it, but we ended up, we had to. Cut that bit out. It, I left it at the venue. Should be there. See ya. Yeah. No. So no. Like in the middle of this rider now with a radio show that is um, in the dating world. Mm-hmm. You know, number three is four boxes of condoms. <laughs> number five is three bottles of Grey Goose. In parentheses, no Costco substitutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then number, number five, six, a subscription to Jugs magazine. <laughs> and then number six. Keychain for three-year-old daughter of Steve. No, no, no. Keychain to be used as part of the show. That's right. A prop. Yeah. And then number seven, double-sided dildo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is all this is all regular stuff. You just drop in dad stuff. Uh-huh. You know, like a quiet space to meditate. Yep. Right above, you know, and then your next one's like a Walkman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because you're stuck in the past. Oh, man. Well, listen. All that matters is she likes it. And she does. So. A, a, a terrible gift. <laughs> but the ending is all that matters. It is. It's awful. It's but, a terrible you know, gift. But every parent with a kid that age knows that it does. You know, it's like the old thing. Like, oh, they played with the box longer yeah. than they played with the toy. Kids don't care. No. Right. It does not matter. It has a shelf life anyway, even if that's her Favorite thing on the planet for 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't matter. All trinkets and toys for kids have a shelf life, no matter how much care and thought you put into it. Yeah. So it's really good to see you put literally no care and thought into it. <sighs> no effort. Skipping that middle ground yeah. and going right to the end game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, before we move on, we want to welcome our newest partner to hey. the Stephen Kyle podcast with a product that you're going to want to use pretty much every day, Athletic Greens and their product AG1. So if you want better gut health, more energy and optimized immune system, maybe you hate taking pills or vitamins on a regular basis and you want a supplement that actually tastes great for once. Um, you can see what the hype is all about with Athletic Greens AG1. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy, which is nice. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that you'll actually look forward to drinking on a regular basis. With just one scoop of AG1, you're gonna you're going to be absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, mm. and adaptogens. It's a special blend of ingredients meant to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Literally all the things. Mm. It contains less than one gram of sugar, Steve. That's it. No GMOs. There's no chemicals. No artificial anything. And it still tastes good. 
It's going to cost you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health for that price, and it's cheaper than that nasty cold brew coffee habit that you seem to have every single day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Steve, we put this off way too long. What's that? It's the Steve and Kyle podcast annual Christmas episode. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. As everybody knows, the third best time to plan your Christmas and holiday display Mm -hmm. is the first two weeks in May. Yes. And we are your home for May Christmas display planning here at the Steve and Kyle podcast. Mm. We take ownership of that. I think we included that on our tags as we look and update our tags Christmas to try to lights. gain new listeners. So we had a big development. As last year, Steve, you came, you became, you, you crossed the line. You became full daddy-o. Mm-hmm, daddy-o. And turned into, started becoming Christmas guy. Yeah, I I decided um, that I was tired of just the, just the so-so uh, light display. Yeah. Normally just a couple strands of lights. Yeah, on the porch. On the porch, yep. around the front door, yep. you know, nice little plant here and there. Um, no, I wanted to upgrade. I wanted to completely outline the perimeter of my house, like the the roof line, mm-hmm. around windows and doors and everything. I wanted to do everything Yeah. with, I uh, upgraded to the, I go C7s or C9s? I think you went C7s. I went the big ones. The C9 is what I think you want to upgrade to. Really? <clears throat> okay. C7 is that. It's above the small bulbs that you're used to seeing, but not the big old I mean, if you want, bulbs. I can, I can go and grab a strand or two. Why don't you go grab one and we can talk about what you have. Because the big development was beyond you just becoming... You can talk for a minute. Just, oh my God, I've been waiting for this. The big development in becoming a Christmas guy is not the immediate, the first year. You need This is a five-year plan. And the lights are the first step. The next step's going to be a roof line display, something either a Santa, uh, maybe some reindeer up there. We're going to start adding stuff to the yard, whether it's going to be one of those spiral Christmas trees. My goal in the next two to four years is to get Steve fully on board with not just lights, but a full-fledged Christmas season display. So the lights are just step one. So last year we had found... On Amazon, while we were recording, it was just a delight to find out live while recording. What can only be referred to as the deal of the century. And uh, Steve can correct when he gets back. We found it was easily 10 to 12 strands of lights at an insane discount this exact time one year ago. I think total... I believe total I have, because I think I bought 16 strands of lights okay. total. And did you have to buy a, a late add-on? I too, did. Right? I, had to buy, I had to buy one or two strands like in November. So I paid like a sucker retail. What do you think? Yeah, those, look, uh, those are the C7. So you went with a warm white, a C7, 16 strands. Yeah. You want me to plug them in? Let's see how they, let's see how they look. Maybe it might have to pass it over to you. Yeah, let's set it here. Let's see if these still light up. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that warm white glow. Boy, I hate a warm white. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that is not my bag. Okay. It's an off yellow to me because it doesn't look white. It is an off yellow. You know, it's not my favorite, but I don't like the LED bright. Bright. I don't like that at all. So wanted to do something a little bit lighter or a little bit softer. So I went with that, but yeah, total 16 strands of lights. And the price um, point we 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 just it wasn't a secret. It was super cheap. We, it was we talked about it last year. I think year. total I have about $115, $120 invested into these lights. And it's probably 
if I remember the math, was 400 plus feet or just shy of 400 oh, I think, plus feet? Yeah, it, I think it was almost, I maybe after I had to buy those extra one or two strands, we're at about 500 feet. Okay, so a lot, because like you said, you were doing the roof line. I don't know if we ever posted a full picture of the final I didn't. Christmas no. lights. Well, uh, you may have sent me a roof line one. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can seek that out. But the big news is that you took these down, or even before even Christmas, you came to me yeah. in a moment of privacy, just two, just two daddios. Yeah. And you said, full change next year. Full change. And we stopped right there. I didn't get a follow-up because, as we all know, the season was over. The next best time to talk about it May. is May. Yeah. And here we are, Steve. So I want to know what happened one with with because yeah. this is what you wanted this is we we found what precisely I, you know what you want it's what i thought i wanted oh. so what happened after you got these well, lit up you, you showed your daughter um she liked it mm-hmm. she loved the lights well, turns out she likes anything <laughs> she likes coasters yeah what does she know boy she's really into placating you already <laughs> she probably hated these lights i can't maybe i'll go upstairs and ask her because she talks to me now. Yeah. So we always go up there and ask her, hey, did you actually hate dad-ass lights last Christmas? <laughs> because <laughs> so that's the that's my now new thought process. So I, I put these lights up, and I noticed pretty quickly as I was putting them up, these might be a problem. Okay. And it's because, uh, as you know, the lights, typically each light has a little clip built into it. Well, the base of the light is plastic, but the clip is also plastic. And when you're putting them up in cold weather, which I was doing. Easy to break. Very easy to break. So I broke quite a few of, okay. the, of the little. Because you were going tabs. into the shingles yeah, on the roof? Yeah, I was clipping on the shingles. Um, and I was clipping every bulb. Right. Every bulb along the shingles. Were you, so, were you also using those on the roof line itself or were you using separate clips? No, I was using those. Oh, well. <laughs> Listen, this isn't your fault. Okay. Robin Williams, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault. Yeah, but are you sure? It's that... not your fault. But it has a it's clip. It's not your fault. It's got a clip built into it. I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. No, 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 no. You buy the, separate clips? The plight first year Christmas daddy-o. <laughs> and the, again, understandable. Because, hey, they're built in. One last step. No, 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 no. You need to get the white roof clips. Okay. okay? And that's you then wrap them around, you pinch them around each bulb mm-hmm. and then push them either into the shingle or if you have a gutter on the gutter. Okay. I'm not telling you you did it wrong. I'm just saying you did it terribly. I'm not sure that's better. No, potato, potato. <laughs> but again, so are you saying nobody that it, says, are you, you, in this regard, you would be saying potato. No, no one says potato. <laughs> So did I, do you think that these bulbs, you think these 16 strands of lights that I have can be salvaged? Yeah. Now listen, and I'm not even talking a great expense. You're talking a $3 box of roof clips okay. that are meant, and they are multi-purpose. I, I, I would say I'd bring some of mine over, but I mine are for uh, gutter guards with the, the leaf guards on yeah. them. And those are separate and those are a nightmare to find and use. Um, but yeah, general roof clips should work fine for you. Okay. We're going to find what's best for this Christmas display. We're going to keep these in the rotation. I really? I, unless you're looking uh, for a change. No, hey, if you say that these can, if you say I can use these, then I'm going to use them. The other thing I also felt yeah. was that the clip should have gone the other way. Like to me, it seemed like the clip was right. facing the wrong direction. Right. But I mean, if, if you say that there's an easy, even looking at these clips now, they're so small, too. Yeah. Like, you're getting some shingle, but, yeah. boy, that's not a solid clip in there. I can't even tell you. I feel like my fingers have just healed from lifting up every shingle to tuck these things yeah. under. Because they're plastic, so you can't just, like, slide them along and clip them in there. Um, but, hey, if you say... I mean, you are my Christmas light sensei. Yeah. So, if you say that there's a way that this can be salvaged, I'm all up for listening. Um but I think that the lights, the lights are just going to be part of the display this year. This is what I wanted to hear. And this is what I was saying. 
uh, when I finally had the chance to shine and talk when you were gone. It was the Christmas lights for this. I wanted to make phase one. Yeah. Because I think this has to be a multi-year yeah. rollout because, listen, your fifth banana on the monkey show, right? Mm-hmm. Fourth yeah. banana. I, I, I don't mean to downplay what you do there, yeah. obviously. I'm, I'm, I'm in the lower the lower monkey portion. Terrible production. <laughs> to whoever does it. No offense. No offense. But splurging on an all-out in one year just isn't feasible. No. And I think it's it, it's also unnecessary because then you're overwhelmed, right? So year yeah. one, you've added the lights. Mm-hmm. You now know what that entails. You knew yeah. the process of whether it's multi-day or just one long day, how you're going to do it, yeah. better ways to tackle it. Perfect. Year two, you add a few extra things, whether yep. it's something in the yard. I mentioned uh, you see a lot of those spiral trees maybe mm-hmm. in the yard. Yeah. There's Not a fan of the spiral trees. You don't like though. a spiral nah, tree? I don't think so. I, I don't mind a spiral tree, but it does. It's not. It's not my thing. Yeah. Um, there's. Roof, I'm not doing it. There's rooftop things, whether it's the Santa and the well, reindeer. Now you're talking to me. I was. I want the you. one. I want the one where there's like the reindeer uh-huh. and like the first couple reindeer are already lifted off into the air. Oh yeah. And then the, there's the the other reindeer and they're pulling the sleigh and Santa's yeah. in there. Maybe he's waving. I'd still That's the one I really want. like to see you with. Uh, like the fake facade of a chimney. Yeah. Well, we have a chimney. No, no, no. But you need a fake facade so that way you can then have an animated upside down Santa's oh, with legs. just his legs sticking out. With yeah. maybe a butt crack showing to really highlight <laughs> okay. the hillbilly. Can you see if it. you can find animatronic butt crack chimney Santa? <laughs> animatronic. Boy, this is an in-depth search. But I think... <laughs> That's animatronic yeah. butt crack Chimney Santa. What do you got? Boy, apparently there's a Wayland Forge song uh, called Cora Refrain. Animatronic butt crack. butt crack Santa. <laughs> so Santa stuck in chimney animatronic. But uh, see, this is, I don't want the one in the house because that's fun for a no, few no, times. No, no. But I want the top of the roof. I want outside. I want neighbors yeah. to be like, what, what in the heck? What the hell is going on? Yeah, boom. Get me. I don't know what this is, but we are. It was made 22 years ago, so we made to find a used one. Okay, all right. Um, I want to do. I think I want to do something on the front lawn as well. Now, when you say something on the front lawn, are you thinking um, objects? Maybe a big star. Maybe a like a, a wire nativity scene with lights around. No, not it. nativity. Don't care about that. No. It's not the meaning of the uh-uh. no, no. meaning is presence, solstice, lights, gifts. <laughs> What's in it for me? By the way, just a, a quick interjection to tie this uh, loop. Mighty light clips, holiday joy, meant for lights and on shingles and gutters. Okay, so this is the way they would clip onto a gutter, Steve. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and like that's that going to save yourself, and especially what's nice. Is you can do all of that. Let me see prep, that again. You can do all that prep work, Steve, mm-hmm. on the ground. Yeah. So you loop all those clips around every oh, light we, while we on have, the ground. But we have the mesh gutter guards. Okay, so you know what? I'm gonna have to send you the gutter guard uh, light clips that I have. But the, these would work for your shingles as well. Okay. Where they Maybe. stick under the shingles. How many? Uh, what's what's the cost on that 200 pack? Well, like we said, it is holiday time, so prices might be a little juiced because <laughs> of the the May rush. Uh huh. We're at fourteen fifty for two hundred of them. For two hundred, and but I haven't done. Re- I know you can find you can typically find them in stores, but again, only an idiot would wait until the season. Yeah, I need them in bulk. Yeah, I need like a. Um, yeah, I need to go to like the the supply store where like the contractors go. Yes, and get a box of about two thousand of them. Right. Well, yeah, because if I mean it's easy enough to do the math. You'd look at the strands or yeah. even the the search and see how many lights per strand oh, times sixteen. Yeah. That's how many clips if you want to do every ball. Out right now. Um, so, what are you thinking though in the lawn before we get too far removed? I don't, uh, boy, I don't. know. Are you looking to class it up? Are you looking to go? You know, because the kids love the inflatables. I know, Evelyn and, would and love and it. I, I just, I know she would love it. Maybe yes. like the inflatable snow globe with like uh, figure skaters in there or something. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, I don't know if she's into if she's seen their watch the Grinch or anything like that. Kids gravitate towards that the Green Grinch. Okay. Uh, on display, 
there's the classic Snoopies wearing a Christmas hat. Yep, there's yep, yep. Uh, your generics, though. Your Santas, mm-hmm. your reindeers, your snowmen, your penguins yeah. in, in seasonal garb. I'm just curious, if you're willing to step over that line of inflatable, you're going to increase your electrical need for that yard because you're going to end up having four plugs I got to meet somewhere so you can go to an outlet. Oh, you know what else I need? Uh, We'll we'll get back to the lawn ornaments later. Mm -hmm. I need the little capsules where you can make the electrical connections between lights. Mm -hmm. And it looks like a big big pill. And it pops open. You make the connection. Then it closes to seal the connection. Because I went poverty route and i used ziploc baggies oh you did baggies yeah. here's what i did here's what i did for my because i have a lot of items in my front lawn yeah. that i have to meet and they're not hidden is old tupperware oh yeah containers and then cut a hole yep out of each side uh-huh. um that worked okay yeah but i'm just looking to keep water out of the outlet yeah to, to I, ruin it I, I still ended up with a bunch of water in some of mine the problem that because I, I was going to do that route the pill case route mm-hmm. Is when you have, if you're using that for inflatables or anything other than lights, you aren't using regular cords. They have like those power brick oh, yeah. cords. They don't fit. Mm. You kind of have to manufacture okay. your own. Okay. Um, so I looked up the lights that I bought. Mm-hmm. A 31-foot strand has 50 LEDs. So you would need... Whew, uh, that's so 16 times... That's 800. 50. That's 800. Okay, so I'd need... Four cases, although not, I wouldn't need it for all. You of wouldn't them. need it for the well, yeah, because for the gutter, you yeah, need, but like then I do yes. around the yeah around the poles, right? The front lawn or the front porch. I'd probably need six hundred though. Yeah, you need three bags of those. That's for okay. sure. All right, and again, we're still in the light portion of everything. Yeah. Whew. Well, here's where we are. I think the next step here, Steve. By the, the important way, step is these to, lights. Thirty-two ninety-nine right now. Oh, what a bunch of idiots! How much did I? Pay? You paid. I need to see. So them. you bought them, Amazon, not refurbished, but Amazon used. I bought a two-pack. Yep, for twenty-one dollars a pack. Uh, I'm trying to see, view invoice. I bought a two. And by the way, there are C9s. Oh, this is the one that I bought in November, though. So I paid twenty-nine sixty-seven for. Oh. I need to go back to finish up. I need to go back to to May though. Yeah, where is it? Because May fifth. Here we go. Cinco de Mayo. C nine a two pack. Uh So it's two thirty one foot strands. Again, they're thirty two ninety nine right now. That still seems insanely high. Okay, I paid twenty seven ninety nine for them in May. For a two pack? That doesn't seem right. No, that's not right. No, no, no. You'd have to go to your actual invoice. And see what you paid. I remember it was much cheaper than that because yeah. you were looking at somewhere in the eleven dollar range for one used, yeah. but then you'd found the two pack used for uh, what was a couple percentage points cheaper yeah. than that. Yeah, I must be looking at the wrong one. But oh, <sighs> now you've got a large backyard and a, a very nice deck. Uh huh. You thought about wrapping anything around there, have, making yeah. this thing a, a real light bulb of the sack? Yeah, I have thought about that. Um, because we have all of our old Christmas lights that were retired. And uh, we flirted with that idea earlier uh, last Christmas. Okay. And I was like, why don't we why don't we wrap some of them around the, the porch? I think Evelyn would get a kick out of that. So I think that's going to happen this year. Um, but hey, we're off. We are just seven months shy. Now, do you leave the interior planning? Is that going to be in a net feature? That's usually her domain. Okay. Because yeah. it's, it's a... It's a what I've seen in here is a nice soft approach. You got the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't have a train running around the bottom. No, I want to do Don't the train. Want train. I want to do the train across the mantle. Oh, because I have some of my dad's old HO gauge trains, a Lion, Christmas Lionel staple. HO gauge trains from the late forties, early fifties um, that I would like to put up there. I would eventually like to get them all running and actually have a, uh, like a full display, yes. Working trains. I don't know if that's going to be this year, but 
Well, listen, like we just talked about, this is a five-year plan. Yeah. A lot of people have five-year plans for their lives. Not us. We're just trying to get through, mm-hmm. get to the holiday season, a couple uh-huh. of daddios, a couple so daddios. Can get out there and put up their light display. Hey, I got a question for you about yes. these uh, these clips for the uh, the screens on yes. the gutters. Do you keep the clips up all year round? I have. Okay. Because I am um, lazy. <laughs> yes. They're hard enough to get back in. Yeah. To pinch where you want them in that gutter guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one, you can kind of one goes in easy, but then you have to really manipulate the other side to a vertical to get in. They are plastic. Okay, they're durable. They're there is up. a different version that I had, which are literally just metal wire mm-hmm. with a circle around it. Had those for one year. Ended Didn't up like buying it. these Didn't immediately like okay. because I hated those other ones so bad. Okay, nine forty three for a fifty pack. I probably only need two packs of them because I don't have a lot of gutter. Yeah, this, stretches. this was just the first search that I had found, so there might be better deals to be okay. found. All right. Uh, we're going to keep our eyes peeled here in the second week in May to make sure we yeah. get the best deal mm. for the Leaf Guard Gutter mm. Christmas Clips. Stay tuned because the front yard getting added on this year. That's big. It's exciting, right? We're uh, possible around the deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love maybe, that backyard. Maybe this, maybe this year I'll, I'll post some pictures. Of it. I don't know. I feel weird about posting pictures of the outside of my house, like the front of my house. Well, if we keep it to the roof line yeah. and then, you know, just the yard at an yeah. angle, we yeah. can make this work. I'll uh, I'll post mine as well. I, I love love it. No, love it. Looks, by the way, we're just about to lose Robert. Oh, my gosh. And we haven't even so. gotten, Steve, to what we need to this week. What is that? We uh, We didn't fall behind. But we had, last week you watched uh, Spider, you had to, we didn't talk about this directly, you had to fully dismantle your Blu-ray player <laughs> I did to watch Spider-Man Homecoming. You had to pick up the physical disc from me, who I have, yes. I have it on uh, Blu-ray and DVD, mm-hmm. and you brought it home, and you had to bust out the old Blu-ray player. Well, well maybe a month ago or so, For I think Annette wanted to watch something with Evelyn, Maybe the internet was out or something. I forget why she was using a DVD or yeah. why she was trying to watch a DVD. And uh, they so they watched a movie. And then she went to take the DVD out. And something, it's got like the little tray that slides out. She took the DVD out of it, hit the mm-hmm. close button. It only closed like halfway. And then it was really frustrating her. So she just pushed it the rest of the way in with her hand. So it was like... <laughs> Like grinding all the plastic gears. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think I broke the DVD player. I said, what'd you do? She told me that. And I said, oh, yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. That, uh, Wouldn't you know? <laughs> not really the approach I would have taken, but hey. It's weird. Usually those things have, <laughs> like you hear the whirring, and, wee, and then the disc just slides on in. <laughs> so, uh, but she was, she was very frustrated. So I was like, that's ah, all right. It's a DVD player. We've used it once in the last five years, so. Um, I picked up that DVD from you, totally forgetting about my DVD player issues Mm -hmm. and came home. And then I thought, then I went downstairs. I was like, Hey, where's the DVD player? She's like, Oh, I put it in the storage room, but remember. And I was like, ah, crap. So I go down, I find it in a laundry basket (laughs) in a pile with the tray still half out. Okay. Because that's the way it got unplugged, and that's I, the way it got stored. So I thought, okay, maybe it, it was enough of a rest. I'm going to plug it back in. It's going to fix itself. No, I plugged it back in, and as soon as I did, it's like... Right, because what happens with those objects is a lot of time, two years with a 50% open tray will fix itself. Yeah, it just fixes it. It and resets. Again, you pop her back resets. in. Resets. So it um, did not fix itself, no matter how many times I hit the open and close button. Did you try to unplug it and I then did, plug yeah, it back in? A couple times. I didn't do it, times, huh? Yeah. No? So I was like, well, I mean, at this point, it's broken. So what's the worst that could happen? Right. Take it apart. Yeah. So I busted out some screwdrivers, <laughs> took it apart. Within five minutes, I had fixed it, plugged it back in. It opened, it closed, and it worked perfectly. That's it. So I was able to watch Spider-Man Homecoming via DVD. Wow. That was it. That's yeah. all it took. But lesson learned, kids. Don't just throw away your 20-year-old garbage. Store it in the basement with a half-open tray. Yeah. And then when the time comes, bring it upstairs and have to unscrew the top. Pound your fist on it a couple times and it'll work again. Yeah. Resilience, kids. Worked flawlessly. Mm -hmm. Very well. 
So this week you were traveling Thursday, Friday, so it is time, Steve. Mm-hmm. Because this is a, this is a really different movie. A lot of people would argue mm-hmm. the first two Thor movies are among the more of the uh, the the less interesting, less exciting, a little boring. Mm-hmm. New director, yep. Additional cast here for Thor Ragnarok. Steve, your official one minute Marvel movie review for Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> All right, um, on social media, at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bunch of polls. <laughs> we have to get those caught up next week, by the way. Yeah, we just, uh, yeah. Boy, we're about we just, four weeks behind. Yeah. We're just running a little bit late today. We just don't have time to fit everything in. Another movie review coming up next week. The playlist has been posted on social media a bunch of times. If you've missed any of Steve's one-minute Marvel movie reviews. What am I, 16 in? 15 in? 17 Boy, in? Yeah, somewhere let me pull there. this up. You are... One, two, three. You are 16 movies in. Thor Oof. Ragnarok is movie 17. Oof. As uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is movie 28. And that just came out a week and a half ago. Probably not going to get to the in theaters. No, you're going to miss that. But you, you'll you get that, I'm presumably, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. By the end of the summer, which is when okay. you'll be there on August 2nd. You'll yeah. be there. It'll be right around the time Boy. for Disney+. Plus. The end is in sight. And then we start the DC movie universe. Huh. So is there anything to, else you want so to do try? I, do I have to go back to, like, 1985? No. no. Do you want to do DC? Or is there another movie series or long-running universe um, that you're interested in that you think... Rob, I mean, do, should we tackle Star Wars no, together? I Look... You know how much I hate space. It's a good point. No way that works. No chance. So, again, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, especially if you want to be the fathead bearer at the New Jersey live show on June 3rd or the Green Bay live show, both shows, morning and night, on the 17th of June. Send us a message and we will get back to you. Post out for the Jersey Show on Instagram and Twitter. Message us there. Uh, it'll be on Facebook as well. Please send us a message if you're going to be at the Jersey Live Show uh, and want to represent the podcast in its entirety as Steve will not be there. We will talk to you next week. See you later.